So, on World Health Day, we here in New Zealand are staring down the barrel of losing the head honcho of our public health system in about eight weeks' time. Dr Ashley Bloomfield, the Director General of Health, he announced yesterday, didn't he, that he's standing down. It's about a year before his current contract ends. I see that fatigue is thought to be one of the reasons behind his decision, and who'd be surprised by that? I heard Chris Hipkins saying yesterday that if he needed to talk to Bloomfield, it didn't matter when it was. It was always available. Morning, evenings, weekends, you name it. Others are also saying that with the government restructuring the health system, getting rid of all the health boards and setting up two new health authorities, they're saying that he's seen the writing on the wall and he's getting up because his role is about to become significantly different to what he signed up for in 2018. Newstalk ZB's Barry Soper is even suggesting that Dr Bloomfield's relationship with the Prime Minister could also be a factor. Uh, writing in the New Zealand Herald this morning, Barry says they've had a somewhat fractious relationship behind the scenes, and that wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, especially when you think back to the times that the government has made a decision about something, which we found out later has been completely at odds with what the Director General of Health as recommended, the shift down in alert levels last year. That was one of them, remember that? A little bit like Donald Trump and Dr Anthony Fauci in the United States, although their differences weren't just behind closed doors, were they? How many times did we see Trump say or, or announce something and the cameras would hone in on Fauci and you'd see him thinking, what the heck, did that turkey really just say that? The only time we got close to that here in New Zealand was when mountain biking advocate and former health minister David Clark threw Ashley Bloomfield under a bus in front of the TV cameras. Who can forget that? Uh, Clark said at the time Bloomfield had accepted responsibility for quarantine cock-ups at the border. And poor old Ashley looked very sad indeed. I think a whole lot more people fell in love with him at that point. Quite rightly, Clark eventually lost the health portfolio. Bloomfield held on to his job, and now, as far as we know anyway, he's bowing out on his own terms. So too are a couple of his sidekicks, also getting out apparently because they're just worn out. And who could criticise them for doing that? The question now, though, regarding Bloomfield, is what will his legacy be when he walks out of the Ministry of Health headquarters in July? There is no doubt that over the past two years he has become the most well-known and quite possibly the most well-liked public servant we've ever had in this country. We all know about the Ashley Bloomfield T-shirts, tea towels, coffee cups, paintings, tattoos. <laughs> quite extraordinary, isn't it? The club rugby games, that wouldn't have even got a mention, but Ashley was in the starting lineup, and all the news media were there too. There was a point, wasn't there, where it felt like he could do no wrong. If you want evidence, though, that we didn't go completely gaga, I've got it for you this morning. I've done a check on the top 10 most popular baby names in 2020 and 2021, and Ashley does not feature. Nevertheless, he was idolised by some. Apparently, some women especially loved him. But what, and they may, may still do, but what will his legacy be? This is one I want to look at today. Will he be remembered as the calm, reassuring face of New Zealand's COVID-19 response? Or will he be remembered for overseeing further downgrading of our health system, particularly the hospital system? I remember it was only two days ago that he admitted to Mike Hosking that the hospital system is under a lot of pressure, even without COVID. 
Remember too that one of the main reasons there was no shift in traffic light settings this week was because we have just 0.014% of the population in hospital with or because COVID, because of COVID, and the system can't cope, which would be an appalling legacy for someone, wouldn't it? But I don't think that's Ashley Bloomfield's legacy. The state of our hospital system is the outcome of governments of all colours over many years under-investing in it. And Ashley Bloomfield cannot be blamed for that. And that's why I think his legacy will well and truly be the significant role he has played in New Zealand's COVID response over the past two years. Yes, there have been cock-ups. Yes, the proverbial plane has been up in the air while it's still being built. But any head honcho in this country, head honcho of health in this country, or any country for that matter, and anyone, whether they're Ashley Bloomfield or not, can only do what their masters let them do. And that's why I think we need to judge Bloomfield on the basis of the person he is, not on the basis of the people who have forced him to jump through all sorts of hoops over the last couple of years. And I don't think he cannot be judged. He certainly cannot be judged on the state of our health system, which was a mess long before he became Director General.